so I have something to talk about that kind of, that I was aware of over the last week, but um, still somehow snuck up on me. Uh, it's the idea of, I guess, a, a trauma anniversary of sorts. Um, so to explain that, uh, it sounds kind of self-explanatory, but I still feel the need to explain it. <laughs> So, essentially, a trauma anniversary is what it sounds like, where something really traumatic um, and triggering happened to you on a certain day, and you remember, you know, the day that it happened to you, Um, and that day is a hard day uh, for you to get through. Um, There are some days like that that I have, but... Uh, most of them, actually, yeah, pretty much all of them aren't attached to, like, an actual event happening. Like, I feel like that's, like, the really weird, uh, like, positive part of uh, so much of my, like, the, the first, like, you know, 18, 19 years of my life being so foggy is that, like, I don't remember, like, I don't remember when things happened. Like, when I say how old I think that I was, when I, when I talk about the memories that I have, it's, it's, like, a process of elimination some of the time, of just knowing, well, these were the years where we lived in this place, so I had to be around this age, and just kind of what I, how old I think I was. Um, but is that anything that could ex- really explain or I guess um, is not anything like definitive like some people I know that I've talked to on and off online um, who have complex PTSD have like certain days where they were raped where they were you know abused assaulted whatever it happened to be but I don't really remember the day in that way. So in that weird way, I feel like I'm lucky because my brain like cut out a lot of that. Um, so there isn't like a certain day that I remember when things happened. It makes, it's like a weird double-edged sword because the first couple years that I was um, in therapy, I drove myself insane trying to come up with like any sort of concrete facts to figure out when things happened and what happened to like prove to myself that what I'm remembering is actually what happened and not you know something else um because you know in the beginning stages you're so you want that because you um especially when you're gaslit that you don't have the confidence in yourself that you're remembering things correctly And you want there to be some, like, outside evidence to show that this is actually what happened. When most of the time that doesn't exist. Uh, But anyway. That was a long, drawn-out tangent. But, uh, uh, I guess a trauma memory or a trauma anniversary, um, for me is tomorrow, which is um, one of my old friend's birthdays. So, for some reason, I didn't, it's so weird, like, February is a short month, and I knew, I know, like, I don't know if I will ever forget when his birthday is, because he was in my life for so long, um, and it's just kind of, And I'm also one of those people that just, like, remembers those things. Uh, Like, if, like, I have friends that I haven't spoken to in over 10 years. And I still remember when their birthday was. (laughs) So, it's just, my brain just, I guess, catalogs information like that. If it's in my brain, 
there's a good chance, like, if we were friends for some time and you were someone who was important to me, there's a good chance that I'm always going to kind of remember your birthday in some way. Um, but, yeah, so, it's hurtful, um, to think about, and it is the first year since forever that I have not that I'm not, um, talking to this person, we're not friends, and so it's just, like, a a weird feeling to know that that day passed, um, or is going to pass, and we're in the, kind of, the situation that we are right now, where we're not, where we haven't talked, and, like, I don't know, like, 10 months, um, and I feel the need to, like, talk out the, our whole, like, story, almost. Um, I have therapy tomorrow, and I'll definitely be talking about this to my therapist tomorrow, too. But uh, I do think that it's kind of almost necessary to me to kind of let that out and kind of sit in it for a bit. Um, I like to do that. (laughs) I don't know if that's something that everyone does before they go to therapy. Probably not, but whatever. This is my way of handling it, that I like to talk out things that I know are going to upset me um, before I talk about it with a therapist, almost to kind of get, like, how I want to talk about it in in my head so that I don't waste time like because part of the thing with when you have a therapist is that you have to explain if they're and I've only seen this therapist one time so they she doesn't she doesn't know like absolutely everything that's happened to me she knows a lot she doesn't know a lot of like the inter like the specifics and so I don't like waste, I don't want to waste time trying to explain, like, the backstory almost, as, at least not longer than I have to, because then you don't get as much time to talk about what you really need to process, like, my emotions and how I feel about it, and what I can do about that, so, that's what I want to do today. Um, one little sidebar that's also bothering me because I'm thinking about how short of a month February is like like a week from today it's going to be pretty much I think it'll be pretty much over um, and my uh, my fucking landlord still hasn't cashed the our rent check it's really fucking annoying just fucking I hate it when there's like something fake that's supposed to come out of my account I just want it to go out and be gone so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, I heard, like, the two building managers, like, talking in the hallway yesterday about, and they sounded, like, really stressed, and they were talking about mail and the check, so I'm guessing that they sent them by mail like they usually do, and um, our landlord hasn't gotten them, or they got lost in the mail or something like that, which is interesting. <laughs> But either way, it's, that's annoying, that's another side, but I'll talk about my friend now, or my old friend. So, this friend is hard because he was around for uh, a really long time, Um, and I mean like a really long time. Like, I met this friend when I was nine, Um, when I moved to... When my family moved to the small town that we ended up um, staying in until I, you know, uh, they pretty much stayed there for until like a couple, until my dad died. Then like right before my dad died, my mom like actually moved out from there, but she was out there for a long time. Um, but yeah, so we met in like, bef- so there's these programs in the U.S. called, like, before school or after school programs. I honestly don't know if they have them in other countries, but just in case you're from another country, but 
basically we met on the first day of school and like the before school program we uh, both of our parents had to like drive to go to their jobs in the morning before school would start so they dropped us off there and um and like we got along like right away it was one of those things where we just started playing like kids do uh one of the things one of the memories that I have from that day that's always kind of special to me is that um I remember uh the like the teachers that were in charge of the before school program asking like the two of us like hey what teacher do you guys have and we both said the same teacher's name like at the same time and and then we got like really excited that we had the same teacher but we like didn't realize that we had the same teacher until that moment and it was one of those cute things where they asked us that because they obviously figured it out and they knew that we would be excited um so like me having friends when I was in school was really not something that happened a lot um because I was always like the weird strange kid that was hard to understand and like I was just talking about this in my last the last episode that I did before this one that I can't really completely even blame I can't blame like the other kids that I went to school with really for that because I was going through so much at home that I felt like I was 500 years old and everybody else was like nine um like the things I was dealing with were so much more I always kind of uh liked my teachers more than I liked the people that were actually in my that were like my peers. Um, so I don't necessarily completely blame them for that or anything, but it still was a miserable experience to be so, to feel so like different and weird and isolated um, by everyone. Like whenever we had to like form into groups, never having anyone that wanted to be my partner, things like that. So it was nice to meet this guy as my friend right away on the first day of school. Um, And we stayed good friends in like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. It wasn't until um, like seventh grade got weird, but that was also the year when I had like like a mental breakdown. That was, I laughed just because I don't know how to feel about that, but, uh, that was the, that was, when I was 12 was when my parents got divorced, and I felt, I think I always felt, um, responsible for them getting divorced, and a lot of other stuff, like, I was being bullied by kids at school, I was dealing with the abuse from my parents at home. I just couldn't handle it anymore and they put me in that was when I went to therapy for a couple months because I was pretty fucking suicidal sorry suicidal and um and when I started feeling better my mom was like you don't need to go to therapy anymore right and I just went along with it even though I wanted to keep going I barely even like scratched the surface of most of the things that I needed to deal with um but that was when all of that happened and I missed a ton of school that year because I was like scared it was at the you know the point where everybody gets when you're like really traumatized and having a mental breakdown where like you can't you can barely even like leave the house um I was at that place which made no sense because my house was not safe at all but like it was not it the most relaxed I could get then was being home during the day when my parents and my sister weren't there so like the house would just be quiet and I could just like relax and not have to be so hyper vigilant and on guard as I usually had to be uh so and I didn't want like going to school because a lot of my peers uh would make fun of me pretty badly being overweight and other things um so that year we in my uh, the school we went to for middle school they had houses where like there was like house a and house b 
and all of like the core classes like math science social studies um english were all in like a house and that was like the majority of classes that you took like outside of your house you took like you could take like i took like art and like gym class and then you had like lunch but even like when you went on lunch was dependent on like your house like your house had a certain schedule um you would go on lunch at one time and the other house would go on lunch at another time and they didn't really overlap so like in seventh grade I was in one house my friend wasn't in the another house so we like never saw each other we had gym class together so that was the only time we ever saw each other was in this one class um and yeah like I remember at some point during that class he was gone for like a month and came back and I was like oh my god like what happened to you I thought you were like died and uh he had it he had his he had to get his appendix out he had appendicitis so he couldn't go to gym class for that time and I didn't know where he was then because that was like the only time that we saw each other and it's a weird thing but like you know when you have like friends but you don't really talk like you don't like talk on the phone like outside of outside of seeing them in school because you usually see them in school all the time it was like that like all those years with this person um so you so even though I could have like looked up his phone number and called to ask if he was okay that just wasn't we weren't like you know we I don't know you just didn't I just we weren't friends like that like he was the closest friend that I had but we it was weird because I was so weird I was so traumatized then that like he was a what I considered to be like a best friend because he was the only literally the only friend that I had at, at that time but we still weren't like super close like other people I hear other people talk about like best friends they had when they were in middle school and stuff like I remember um remember now like when I was in that year like seventh grade eighth grade in eighth grade we were in the same house so we we saw each other a lot then um a lot more often than we saw each other every day in multiple classes then thank god um but I remember in one of those years that we were like my, whatever class I was in we were in the library and we were talking about um we were t- we were working on some thing and this girl that he was friends with that I never liked because I thought that she was a jerk which she was um but I was still like somewhat nice to her because she was friends with him uh so I think that that was in seventh grade because I didn't really know her that well she like came up to me and tried to say that like her and him were dating and I was like really happy and excited that they were and really happy that they were because they were happy and I wanted him to be happy and she like seemed confused by that and I think like people are so weird about people of the opposite sex being friends and that was one of those things where she was asking me that as like a weird test to see what my reaction would be because I think people thought that I had like a crush on him that I wanted to like that I was like in love with him or wanted to date him or something weird like that um or I guess like something romantic like that instead of just that he was just a friend like someone that seemed to like me and so I wanted to be around them honestly but like you know it's the whole story of of when you're ace and people don't and people don't get it like I never I don't really know what it the whole like thing of having a crush is something that I don't really understand but um but like I think she was and probably even he was assuming that's maybe that's what it was and they're almost trying to see what I would how I would react if she told me something like that to see if I really did like him like that or not um I don't know that's always what I kind of pictured in my head so anyway uh so then we graduate so in American school, eighth grade is like the last year before you go to high school. And high school is the last four years of like, um, like the mandatory, you know, time you have to be in school. When you graduate from high school, the next step is going to like university or college. 
So transitioning over into high school is a big deal. You're with a lot more people with a, from a lot of different schools that you don't that you you know don't know. Um, you're take it just seems like a bigger deal. So I remember in like ninth grade, there was a couple times that I would my I remember once for some reason my dad was driving me to school, which was not a normal thing at all to be happening. And he's like, "Oh, there's Brett," and he like went to like. Brett's, sorry, Brett's my friend's name, and he went to go wave at him, and, um, and he, like, saw us, but also, like, looked away, like, he almost didn't want to, like, you know, like, you know, that thing that high schoolers or whatever do, where they are trying to avoid looking at someone, um, because they don't, because they don't want to be, like, associated or whatever with them, and I remember my dad being like, well, okay, then, basically, and I was, yeah, so, in ninth grade, we were kind of in, like, this weird place where I think, because I was always so fucking unpopular, because I was always, like, the weird one, like, I always say that, I don't mean to, like, beat myself up, but, um, that's just who I was, like, I didn't, I, I, the best way, I think, to explain it and besides, like, all of the trauma that I was dealing with was, like, and that was a lot of it, but I think the, the reason why that happened, like, why I, I, like, literally had, like, no friends for a lot of my time in school was because the way that I dealt with it was, like, making me, like, weird and different in this small town where you're supposed to fit in, so, like, I never liked, I, um, have never been huge on, like, you know, taking care of myself like I like clothes that are comfy and like baggy on me I don't like like nice form-fitting clothes I don't like makeup I've never liked like doing my hair in a nice way or anything like that um and plus I'm like always been overweight so um people just always were like put off by that and didn't know how to take it and I also was and then you add in all the stuff of being like scared of people and not knowing how to communicate, and, um, yeah, it was just a mess, so in ninth grade, we did, like, end up having, like, a friend, like, a friend, I don't remember how this happened, but I just remember one day during lunch, him and another person he became friends with, um, like, came and sat by me during lunch, and me and the other person ended up being friends, too. That's the other friend that I knew for a long time that I stopped talking to last year. Um, but, yeah. But but by junior and senior year, we were, like, really close. Like, really best friends again, like we were when we were younger. And uh, we're hanging out all the time. He would, like... Uh, we worked at the same place. So we would see each other at work all the time. And we would go and see movies after work, and he had a car, so he would come and, like, pick me up, like, the last two years we were in high school, he would come pick me up from my house every morning and drive me to work, or drive me to school, and then we drive back home at the end of the day, and, um, I would, like, my senior year especially, I was at his house as much as humanly possible, because I didn't want to be at home, because my dad lived with us again then, and, yeah, he was around during a lot of that stuff with my dad. He knew how bad things were with me and my dad. And then when I was, like, 21, uh, we I actually transferred to the school he went to for school for, like, a semester. And that was the last semester I was in, like, a four-year college school. I just, I was so anxious. I couldn't leave. I couldn't even, like, leave my dorm room to, like, walk to go to the to classes. I would think about how I was going to go to class and then it would get to be the time where I would have to leave to go and just wouldn't go so I failed basically like all of my classes that semester and didn't know what I was doing and ended up moving into moving out to the city that I live in now and um we had we had these two friends that started dating for a couple months and I was close with one of them who ended up being horrible roommate that I lived with for like the first three years I lived out here and he was friends with the other with the guy and so they broke up and that kind of put us on like these weird opposite sides it was this whole dramatic situation that we got like um 
sucked into just because of just the craziness that was going on around us. So we stopped talking for like five years, but it was this whole weird thing because he was someone that was always really important to me because uh, he was someone that I actually felt like I trusted and that I was close with and that kind of closeness doesn't come very often for me and I also like being able to trust somebody else doesn't come very often for me so it was it was and it especially because the reason why we we kind of like stopped talking for a while wasn't anything necessarily to do with us it was more having to do with like what was going on around us but like the whole time that those like five years that we weren't talking like four out of those five years I think my mom worked at the this grocery store in our small town still and he after he graduated from college he ended up moving like and buying the house that he grew up in off of his parents so he still lived in our like he still to this day lives in the small town that we grew up in and um so he would go to the grocery store and every couple so every couple months he would go there and see my mom and he would tell her and talk to her and tell her just like what was going on with him and his life you know the version of what he could of what he would talk about when he was in like his early 20s that would be okay to just talk about the grocery store with like your old best friend's mom like obviously he wasn't going to tell her about like all the romantic stuff I found out about that stuff later but um but yes and so and so she would tell him about what I was doing so even though during all those years we weren't talking we still somewhat knew what was going on in each other's lives in some way um so even though we weren't talking we didn't completely like you know lose contact or anything like that and the friend that I was with or that I that I was living with when I moved out from her and started I started telling my mom and my sister like how horrible she was um to me like this is one of those things that I feel weird about now because I understand then that I was not uh like probably the easiest person to be a friends with then because I didn't know how to communicate and I was scared of everyone but at the same time uh when I lived with her there were times when I would try to be I would be pretty upfront I would be like you know we need to talk about this and she would just not want to so um she would say that we would talk about it later and then would like never ever bring it up ever again um so it it was a very much like toxic kind of friendship she would get really mad whenever I would see my parent like whenever I would see my sister and I wouldn't like text her or I wouldn't answer the phone when she would call right away and it was like well she's my sister so I didn't yeah it was a whole thing um but anyway so when I moved out from her uh, the last like year and a half I lived with that person was it was just a miserable experience I didn't like her and she didn't like me and I had to sit there and watch her never tell me what she was doing and continuing to hang out with people that I thought were my friends that uh, wouldn't that weren't talking to me anymore because she didn't want them to and uh, but still, like, we're friends with her. It was super, it was awful. Um, it was like I was an invisible person in my own apartment. But, so by the, so there are a lot of things that I didn't tell my mom or my sister that I finally told them after that. So after that, you know, uh, my friend saw my mom, and so he knew that I had gotten away from this person, like, the person that caused a lot of the reason, like, a lot of unnecessary arguments and drama of why we ended up not talking in the first place for all that time so we ended up kind of talking on and off for a year like we would comment on each other's facebooks every once in a while things like that and then in and then his birthday in 2011 so like 10 years ago yeah 10 years ago this year tomorrow um like, a couple weeks before his birthday, he just, he sent, like, a, re, a one of those, like, Facebook events, um, inviting me to his birthday, and I was, like, yes, and it was the first time seeing him in person in, like, in, like, 
six years but like when we were at that at his birthday thing we were at like this gay bar because oh he's gay and so at that time we were like 26 or something so we were still pretty young so we went to like a gay nightclub and he was like like telling like yelling basically in my ear like all of these things that had happened with him and friends and dating and stuff that I kind of knew stories of but not really um that had happened and we after that we just started hanging out again like every couple weeks to at least some every couple months or so we would see each other and just do things go out to dinner go to you know go to movies go to escape rooms hang out at his house and watch movies you know just like the normal things you do when you're an adult and you have friends um so we did that and from like 2011 through till last year and I will say that um there were some things that came up and happened before like the stupid argument that we had last year that caused like a final at least a final decision to be made somewhat final decision to be made in my head like I never am like this person is out of my life for good unless you've done something to like to really hurt me um but it didn't really happen that way but like the year or so leading up to that like when I started really struggling with things with trauma with my parents and everything um some of the time uh there were times when he was really good and would like the other friend that I stopped talking to that I met through him when I was a freshman in high school she did some stupid shit uh when I was feeling really suicidal in 2019 and this friend I'm talking about now like yelled at her about it and was like you need to fucking apologize and tried to make her do that it didn't work like she didn't re-apologize or anything but he tried um so there are things like that where he was good in that way but um there are other things that happened that I just I don't know it like one of the things that was hard was his birthday in 2019 uh when he uh, when his birthday was happening was it was like right I had been unemployed for a couple months and that was when I had lost I went on short-term disability leave but then never got accepted for leave so that whole time I was just making money off of DoorDash and had nothing I had no money ever um all my money went towards trying to be able to pay my rent the end of the month it was horrible um so if I wanted to be able to do something like go out to dinner or something like that somebody would have had to tell me about it way in advance in order to try to you know do DoorDash or whatever enough to make enough money like his birthday is tomorrow February 22nd and um I started my job then like three days after that so it was like I was about to start to have more money but it was still took me a while before I got my first paycheck at that job so um he like me and this and another friend we had then we kept asking him for like the month prior uh you know like when are you doing anything for your birthday because he's the type to organize everything so uh and he usually is the one that has everything planned out like way in advance and he didn't say anything so we were asking him about it at my birthday which is january 26th so basically every every week for the first like two or three weeks after my birthday we just kept asking him if he had anything planned and he never said that he did so we just figured that he wasn't doing anything you know he said he didn't want to do anything for his birthday we're like okay that's fine um but then like his birthday was like that friday or that like saturday like the monday or tuesday before he all of a sudden posts all this stuff on his facebook um like Friday night going to like this restaurant that was like a more expensive restaurant Saturday night like going to this other 
uh, expensive restaurant and Sunday doing this. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't tell me. And I told him, like, I can't, you know, I can't, I, I can't afford any of this. And he was like, well, that's just bad planning by you. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you we've been asking you for the last month if you're going to do anything for your birthday and you never responded and never said anything and you know that I don't have any money and that if I was going to be able to do something around your birthday that you would have to tell me about it in advance and um and he didn't and then basically acted like the fact that he all of a sudden dropped all these plans like only with like two days in advance um and if people couldn't go it meant that they couldn't that they were just bad at organizing or whatever it just ugh, it just felt like a test like it felt like he was testing people of let's see how much people actually care about me and if I like invite if I like drop all these plans for my birthday with only two days in advance <laughs> Which gives, like, most adults, you need more time than that to organize plans. Um, to see how many people actually care about me and, like, have their, you know, like, put, like, time aside in their calendar in order to go or whatever. It just felt, yeah, it felt very much like a a manipulative-ish sort of thing to do as, like, this weird, like, let's do a test and see, like, who actually cares about me. Um, so... I really didn't like that, and I really didn't like it that he was like, oh, that's just bad planning on your part, when he didn't say anything until right before, so I didn't have time to, like, prepare, um, and I tried to ask him to find out, but he wouldn't answer me, so what was I gonna do? So, that happened, and, like, that year at my birthday like the month or so earlier like he had this idea about like oh we could go to this I told him what restaurant I wanted to go to and he was like oh we could go there and just like order like they're crazy it's one of these places that has huge Bloody Marys where they put so much food on top of your Bloody Mary that comes with the drink that you don't have to actually like order food and I was like yeah we could do that I guess but like I don't like drinking alcohol and so, but he just, like, assumed that we were going to do that because, I don't know, because it's what he wanted to do. And, but, like, I, I think I said at the time something like, you know, we're going to, we'll see what everybody else wants to do. But I think he just assumed that we would do it because that's usually how things went. He would say, like, we should do this. And I would just be like, okay. Because <laughs> um, that's just how it was. And, but then on the actual day, I was like, I don't want to actually do that because I don't like Bloody Marys that much to drink, like, a whole thing. I would rather, and I wanted to try those. The place that we went to had, was known for really good burgers, so I wanted to actually order food. So we just did that instead, and he was, like, really fucking, like, annoyed that we did that. But it's like, we never said that that's what we were going to do. It was just, you know, an option. Um, so that was already kind of weird, and... Yeah, it was just weird, like, when all this stuff was going on with my, with my mom and therapy and being suicidal, like I said, like, some of the time he would be there and he would be really helpful and a good person to have around, but when things got, like, really, really bad, like, in the fall and stuff, when I went to, um, when I went to, to treatment and stuff, Uh, he wasn't really around, like, so that was, like, the hard part, is that some of the time when I did see him, he would usually be supportive, but then the times when, um, it was one of those weird things, too, where, like, the years that we were friends from, like, 2012 until, like, last year, usually how it went was that I would have, I would drive out to my hometown and see him out there, which, like, I can understand why that made sense, because, um, he owned his house, so nobody else was there, so he could just sit there and, like, watch whatever he wanted to watch or talk or, like, whatever, and not have to worry about, like, roommates or anybody else being around. Um, 
but at the same time it also was kind of annoying that I always had to drive all the way out there and that he would never drive out to Milwaukee um, and just do stuff out here and so um, like in 2018 like right a little bit after I started going to therapy I be there was another friend of ours um, that I became good friends with that we started hanging out with a lot and she would drive out to Milwaukee to see me all the time like she would come pick me up and we she's the friend that I would like drive around and we would like run our errands together when she'd be out here and so she'd come out drive out here we would drive around to places out here most of the time and she would drop me off and then she would go home some of the time I would drive out to where she lived too and we would just hang out at her place it wasn't like we did one over the other really but the fact that she would drive out here and would would be willing to drive around places around Milwaukee and stuff instead of making me go back to my hometown especially because after all the trauma stuff started like came back and I started trying to work through it going to my hometown is like really hard I don't want to do it I don't like going there um it was it was nice and it was kind of like oh like uh, like this other this you know Brett the other friend that I'm talking about he wouldn't come out he he wouldn't want to come out here to come pick me up or like drive around and do errands with me or things like or just wouldn't want to like be in Milwaukee doing stuff unless there was like a planned specific reason and uh, wasn't just wasn't willing to do that and so it was almost like a kind of like a um, what is the word I'm looking for like a comparison and like you know you're not supposed to compare people but but I couldn't help but do it because it was like well this person is willing to do this stuff because she likes to spend time with me but he never did so it just made me feel like you know he didn't want to actually see me because because he wouldn't do that we would go like sometimes like months and months and months like we would sometimes go like two or three months without seeing each other um which was hard because I and I just felt like I was always the one coming to him instead of the other way around and yeah it would it just wasn't great um but especially after I got through everything with treatment and all that I wanted to keep him as try to keep him as a friend even though we had these like issues that had come up when I was going through all of that um and I was like setting boundaries like I almost felt like I was also setting boundaries with him and um so last year when the shit happened and we had this stupid argument I was just like I don't want to deal with this anymore like I don't want to be friends with people that act like me standing up for myself is um, making their life harder because they're fine being friends with someone that treats them badly like what the fuck this is not this is ridiculous um so I so we stopped being friends but it's um it's a really complicated kind of feeling of not um talking to him anymore because since I stopped we stopped talking like I'm not gonna pretend like I don't miss him because I do uh like the friends that I had that I stopped talking to all their names because I know it's hard to understand this story without knowing names he's Brett the other friend that would come out here and drive around with me and stuff is Carrie Liz is the one I met in high school that um, also kind of fell off and did some not great things during treatment time. Um, so, like, those three I had around, and they, it's hard because, like, when you've gone through all this shit with trauma, like, it's, it was nice to have friends that knew the whole story. Like, Brett and Liz have been friends with me forever, um, and so they were there, like, they saw how much, how, what an asshole my dad was to me, and especially in high school, they knew that we didn't get along, um, 
So it wasn't something that I really ever had to explain much. Like when I told them that he abused me, they were, you know, surprised. And they were definitely surprised about the fact that my mom knew about it and covered it up. But, um, but they weren't like completely shocked that he did go that far with abusing me because they knew how abusive things already were with him because they saw some of it. So it was nice having these these three people that knew me, that knew my whole story, my whole background, like everything that's happened so I don't have to like, because when you meet new friends you kind of have to like retell that stuff to them. So it was nice to have people that knew that stuff already, people that I felt like I could trust, which is something that's really hard for me. And so those people, when I find people that I feel like I can trust, I'll like really try really hard to hang on to them because I know it doesn't happen all that often. Um, which is pretty much what happened with all of them. But it is just, it's weird because um, I miss, like I cry on here all the time about how I miss having friends and I do. Like, I miss um, being able to text with all of those people or call them and talk to them on the phone or every once in a while seeing them in person. Like, that would be harder if we were friends now because we used to go out to eat, but we could still do it in some way. Um, So I definitely miss having friends in that way, like having people to, like, share my life with to talk about stuff with, to be excited about things, share things together. Like, we used to binge watch anime, because they love anime a lot, and I always really enjoyed whatever anime we would watch. So I miss kind of doing that, like sharing the whole thing of like found family community, like sharing your life with people that are important to you. Um, so I miss that, but it's a weird, also a weird feeling that at the same time, I don't think I actually miss them necessarily. It's really weird. Like, I miss him as someone that I knew for a really long time, that knew a lot about me, that understood me. And the times when we were getting along and hanging out, we did have a really nice time. But the last, like, year or so that we were friends, like, the way our friendship worked before was basically he wanted to do something and I would just go along with it and do it because that's just how I was. I didn't want to ever have any confrontation or every, any possibility of confrontation was scary enough for me to just do things that maybe I didn't want to do, um, to make somebody else happy. I did that all the time. Like, remember when I started working on this stuff in like 2018, we used to go to all of in Wisconsin, they have, like, all these kind of, um, ethnic festivals in the summertime at, like, the lake front here. They have, like, German Fest, Festa Italiana, Polish Fest, um, uh, there's other ones that I'm forgetting, like, Greek Fest, and it's basically an excuse to go down there. You walk around, you eat, like, really good food from whatever, you know, country or whatever you're the festival was for and we would we would always go to like German Fest and Festa Italiana all the time every year and usually Polish Fest too um but there was like a time like in 2018 like that summer when I started when I first started going to therapy and dealing with all this stuff and like wasn't sleeping remember I met him at Polish Fest after work one day and he wanted to get like this one of those um like mozzarella and and like cherry tomato salads or whatever like they have at delis and I hate tomatoes like I hate the like the texture of eating like like raw tomatoes I can't do it like I take them out of like sandwiches or whatever every time I always say to leave them out but if they put them in I always have to take them out um but he wanted, we, the thing we would always do at those festivals is we would always split, like if one person would buy something, we would both eat it, or whoever was in our group would share it so that we could all try it, and then we could eat, like try different more things that and wouldn't spend as much money. So he wanted to try it, so we bought it, and I was sitting there trying to eat 
like cherry tomatoes, even though I fucking hate cherry tomatoes. Like, I hated it. I hated eating it. I didn't want to. It made me feel like I was going to puke, but I still did it because he wanted me to do it. And that's, like, how I was then. For the majority of our friendship, that's how I was. I would just go along with whatever he wanted to do to make him happy because that's what I was used to. That's just what my factory settings of me was was that I just I did things that even though I didn't want to really do it I would do things because it made the other person happy because I just saw like my part of life was to make other people happy and not worry about if I'm happy or not because I was never happy so um when I started going to therapy and working on this stuff and started saying like no I don't want to do that like because you know, actually saying, like, my actual opinion, like, no, I I can't, I don't want to do this thing because I can't afford it, or I don't want to go there, or even just, like, the thing with my birthday, I don't want to have a Bloody Mary because I don't like alcohol that much, um, so, and I would, and I wanted to try, like, the burgers from this place instead of, like, just trying, like, the food, even if it's good that they put on top of the burger, um, on top of the drink. I want to try, like, actually order something, and just, like, things like that, instead of just going along with what he wanted me to do, um, seemed to cause, like, little problems along the way, so that when the stupid argument that we had where I got mad at a mutual, it's not even, like, a friend, like, but someone who was being a jerk, and... I was tired of this, like, the, it was basically that, per, you know, when you have, like, a group of friends, there's always that one that, like, um, that, like, whenever you try to organize something, they'll say they're gonna go, and then at the last second, they always, like, ditch out and don't go anymore, like, I did some of that throughout the years, every once in a while, because of, like, depression things, and anxiety things, like, the times when I just, like, wouldn't want to leave the house, because I was really depressed and sad, and, but it wasn't like a uh, a regular behavior, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but this friend, like every time we would try to see him to do something for like the last like two or three years that I was friends with that group, he would always have an excuse or a reason not to go. The only time we would usually ever only see him was to we would go to this anime festival every May. But even like the last like year or so that we were friends, he even like didn't come to that. Um, and it was just, like, this pattern that every time he would always say he was going to come, that he, like, missed seeing us, that he couldn't wait to hang out with us, and then we, and then that he would, like, show up to something we would do, and he would, but he would bring, like, one of the friends that he hangs out with and sees all the time, and he would end up spending all the time with this other person that he hangs out with regularly and not even spend any time with us, and, um... And then, like, not understand why we would be hurt or upset that he was spending all this time with this other person that he sees all the time anyway when we don't get to see him very often and we're looking forward to actually spending time with him. Um, so, like, last year, the whole blow-up thing was we planned something to do and right at the last minute he was like, no, I'm not going because reasons. He, like, tried to use COVID as a reason, but that's not why. He just didn't want to come anymore. And went on this whole speech acting like we were the ones that were bad friends and I was like excuse me and part of his speech about why I was a bad friend was because he made a joke about a blowjob that really triggered me and I never told him why that triggered me so badly and I was like really do you really want to go there um yeah so that pissed me off um and that's why we like that's how we stopped talking I was just like I can't do this anymore I'm tired of this. I don't know why you guys want to be friends with a person that, like, barely even puts in any, puts in zero effort in order to talk to you still and just treats you badly. Um, yeah, it was really frustrating. But it's hard because there's so many memories attached with him that are good memories. Like, the memories that I have that are positive from when I was in high school and like college-ish age until I was like 21 are like a lot of the memories that I have that are happy then are with him um 
And I know that, like, us not being friends anymore doesn't take those feelings away. Doesn't mean that those still don't make me laugh or smile or whatever, but it just makes me sad about how it all happened. Like, it just, I and I know that this is something that happens, that when you're someone that is really traumatized and everything, um people are used to you acting a certain way so then when you get into a better headspace and you'll like you know stand up for yourself or say when you don't want to do things instead of just going along with people like they don't know what to they're like thrown off by that and they don't know how to deal with it because they're used to you being one way and suddenly you're being different than that um and I know that a when that happens and you get in a better headspace, like that happens with friends that sometimes a bunch of them will drop away and that, you know, those people did drop away. That's what happened. <laughs> but I guess it just makes me sad that I spent so long putting in a lot of time and effort being friends with someone that I thought was really important to me. Like I thought that I would be friends with him for the rest of my life. And it just makes me sad that we're not anymore and that we probably won't be. Um, Like, I'd like to believe that maybe we could, like, we spent five years apart before and found a way to be friends again. I like the idea of being able to talk after some time and be able to be friendly at least again even if we're not friends like we were before, but it's hard to really know, especially after, like, everything. Part of it, too, is that I have this, like, anger because uh, last year after we stopped talking, life got, like, so difficult for me, like, with the whole situation with my landlord like, the friend that I'm talking about, he has, he owns his own house, and he has, like, two rooms that are, like, open rooms for people to stay in, and he always says that if you needed, like, a short-term place to live, you could live there, so if we had been on good terms, I could have, I could have, like, moved in with him and lived there for a couple months while I was moving out of my, of my apartment instead of having to stay in a hotel or, like, stay with my sister like living with my sister was fine but it would like the thing would have been really hard with him was that I would have had to be living in my fucking hometown again which would have been so triggering it would have been ridiculous but the idea of being able to stay with him like for free um during that time it would have been a lot easier and uh and then of course like all the stuff with my back like going into having to have surgery and post-surgery and dealing with all of that um it would have been nice to have like some friends around during that time to deal with that to have someone to like check up on me and ask me how I am besides my sister and to show that they care about me and my well-being it would have been nice to have a friend than to be, you know, be asking about me or even be able to help me get stuff from my apartment. So everything didn't have to be down to my sister. Um, so that's part of, like, why it's hard, I think, too, is that I still have this anger at him. Like, we stopped talking because of this thing. And, like, I was the one that was like, I think I need a break. But afterwards, like, life went kind of went to hell for me and if you hadn't if it's just one of those like frustrating things like why did you have to be so like flippant when I was upset at Adam for acting like I was a bad friend for not wanting to tell him about my sexual trauma um like why did it have to go that way it didn't have to, it didn't have to be like that, like, if he would have just, you know, understood why I was upset, 
and not just try to push it off. Um, you know, maybe we could have still been friends during that time and it wouldn't, last year wouldn't have been as horribly lonely. And part of me, like, knows that I think that the whole part, point of me going through all of that last year was for me to figure out that, like, things that I want in friends, in relationships, in any way, um, instead of just hanging on to the people that I still had, figuring out what I want in a friendship or whatever, so that it starts in, like, a more healthy place, um, and, and there's communication from the beginning instead of how we had been, because I had such a hard time communicating, um, so, and so I understand that, and I feel like last year, and even this year so far, it has almost proved that, of, like, what I can't, like, earlier I never would have thought that I would have been able to handle everything that happened last year, plus losing the only friends that I had, and having my support system being one person that I usually only see, like, once every two to three weeks, and otherwise I'm just by myself all day, every day in my apartment, um, that I, I never would have thought before that I would have been able to handle that without losing my mind. Like, this time, it's really ironic, but pretty much this time last year, they were telling us at the job that I was working in then that they were going to offer us to be, like, employee, like, work-from-home employees, because the auditing job that I did before, you really can't do it at home. You don't need to go into the office to do it. Everything's online anyway, so, uh, and I remember, it's so ironic, because it was around this time last year that me and one of my co-workers were talking about it, of, and she was asking, like, do you think you could work from home? And I remember saying that I didn't think that it would be, like, a good thing for me, because I thought that because their version of working from home, like my job, is that you literally have to like, you can't leave your apartment. They didn't want you to go to like, like a coffee house or like a library and do work there because of confidentiality reasons. And so I remember telling her like, I don't think that me being like in my apartment all alone all the time would be good for me because it'd be like really isolating and... Uh, my depression and stuff would probably get higher being so isolated from the rest of the world. Like, that was why I never, I never, like, ever tried to take, like, night shift jobs. Um, because I, the same thing would happen at that kind of job, too. Um, and it's so ironic because, like, a month later, COVID hit, and that's what, exactly what happened. (laughs) But, like, I didn't think that I could handle it at that time. And it's definitely been touch and go. Like, there's been days that I've worked up until this point that I'll just be, like, feeling, you know, feeling things and feeling sad. And, like, we'll have to hang up calls that I take at work because I'll be, I'll get, like, teary-eyed and be, like, crying um, where I can't really talk. So I'll just, like, hang up the call that I'm supposed to be making because I can't do it. Um, So there are definitely times when that happens. But... The rest of the time, um, but I still have, like, it's been almost a year of doing this, and I'm still able, I'm still somehow here, and I haven't lost my mind, I haven't needed to go back to treatment again because of becoming that depressed again, and I've been able to survive all this time alone without, like, really anyone there to kind of help me along the way, I've just been figuring it out on my own. Um, and that's something that I never thought would be possible so like part of me knows that that's likely why like things happened how they did last year but that's why I like lost the friends that I had to kind of prove to myself in a weird way that I could handle these things coming up in my life of needing to like confront my my landlord and move out needing to 
like even the stuff of like standing up for myself with my manager at work and dealing and like dealing with uh the the health stuff that was going on with my back and having therapy like having to go to have surgery and dealing with the like the long-term care from that like going back to therapy again choosing to switch therapists again all this stuff like has just been me making decisions on my own without help from anybody else um because I don't have like friends to like kind of talk those things out with anymore so I go back and forth of maybe that was good for me to show that I can handle all of this stuff without a support system but it's like yeah but like having a support system during those times would be nice instead of having to do it all by myself um so yeah I don't know I feel like tomorrow will be hard and like part of tonight because now it's in my head of course and I'm thinking about it but it's hard because this person was really important to me for a really long time and like the way that we stopped talking was it wasn't some big fight like one person didn't um like betray the other one it wasn't anything like that it was just kind of like, I don't know how else to deal with this situation other than this. And, but like, even the way that it happened, I didn't see it as, like, like, I don't want to talk to this person ever again. But, like, I don't want to have somebody in my life that uh, isn't okay with me kind of using my boundaries in the way that I need it to be used like having a friends around that don't really care about you is not worth it and I don't want to think that this person was one of those one uh, somebody who kind of falls in that category that's someone who loved me and cared about, about me but when it really came down to it wasn't willing to kind of work with me about things even when we disagreed but maybe they are and I just have to deal with it. 